0: Welcome back to another episode of No Waco. This is your host, Debbie. Welcome back to another episode of No Waco. I'm your host, Debbie, and today we have some very special guests here in the studio. Go ahead and introduce yourselves.
1: Hi, I'm Jaja Chen, and I am one of the co-owners of Cha Community. Uh, We are a boba tea cafe here in downtown Waco, and I'm so
2: excited to be here. Yay! I'm Jamie Baeza. I am with Designs with Jamie, and I'm also a teacher by day. This is my first podcast appearance, so I'm really excited.
0: I've only been egging you on for like three years to get you on the podcast. (laughs) Um, I'm so glad to have you guys here today. Um, We are here because we have an exciting event coming up. Go ahead and tell me about this event.
1: Yeah, so on April 29th, we're going to have our second BIPOC event. Uh, market and this one is specifically geared toward the spring Um, BIPOC specifically stands for black indigenous people of color and so we're featuring um, BIPOC specific small businesses artisans and it'll be at Chuck Community um, in our downtown Waco shop.
0: Yes and I totally forgot but one of the first questions I always ask is what brought you to Waco or are you Waco natives?
2: Yeah, so I came to Waco originally for Baylor University. Whoop, whoop. Um, and then once I graduated, I went to grad school, found a job, eventually got married. So it's just coming on 10 years now. It just flies wow. like just that splice. and here we are. Um, but it's been really fun staying in Waco as a young adult and doing my own thing now, especially being in small business, seeing the community in Waco that's very different from like the Baylor bubble. So it's been really great staying here now. I have a husband, I have a dog and- and <laughs> we're just working out here and we really love it.
0: Yeah. And how long have you been here in Waco? Uh,
2: so I've been in Waco since 2011. Wow. Quite
0: so wow. a while. Whole now. Dozen. I know,
1: more than a decade. But I uh, came originally to study in undergrad at Baylor as well. Mm-hmm. And then I went on to continue with my master's of social work. And so I practiced for a few years in local nonprofit settings. And then from there, I continued with a clinical social work. And so I actually am still practicing as a therapist, uh, specifically with trauma therapy. Um, And that's really what led me to continue in Waco is the social work realm, nonprofit work. Um, And then eventually continued um, with my husband, Devin and I to um, start up our small business, at that time called Waco Cha and we've since rebranded to Cha Community but that was five years ago now.
0: Yeah wow that's absolutely fantastic and I do say food and drink counts as social work so I still think that's important.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Well there's so many ways right that we try to infuse social work values into the work mm-hmm. we do and that's part of why we're hoping to continue, you know, growing the spotlight on BIPOC vendors, small mm-hmm. businesses, and using our space and our platform to be able to make a difference.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. So you guys have been in Waco, um, and again, you were Waco Cha, and you just expanded, um, and you're planning on moving outside of Waco too, right? Opening another location? Uh, well,
1: our second location has been open actually uh, for a year now. Oh my gosh! It's in Downtown Congratulations. Temple. Um it's 30 minutes from here.
0: Wow. So not too far. Just a mm-hmm. day's drive. Take a little trip out. Um, well, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, and again, with this market, what is your goals behind it?
2: Yeah, so I've been a vendor at many different markets in Waco, and Waco has incredible opportunities for small business owners, um, but we really wanted to hone in on specifically BIPOC vendors and give um, people from different backgrounds an opportunity to shine. I think um, with Waco, it's growing in diversity, um, but a lot of times um, there's not a specific place for people yeah. of color to come together and to, to market their goods. And so, um, yeah, we just want to create a really intentional market um, to give Give these vendors one and a chance to create community together. Um, I think it's really important for vendors to have good support system with other small business owners. So this is a chance for us to network, but then also to um, kind of share what we have and our stories with the community. Wow, that's yeah. Absolutely it was actually
1: um, something that we've wanted to do for quite a few mm-hmm. years at Cha, um, but then due to the pandemic, right, mm-hmm. really had to put that idea on pause. And then I hadn't even told Jamie about. The idea of wanting to do a puck market, so she reached out to oh, me, that's so um, and then was like, "Hey, what do you think about hosting?" <laughs> yeah. And I was like. Hello, I've been thinking about this idea for years, but just never was able to get around to it mm-hmm. um, and have the bandwidth. And so then when she um, offered to co- collaborate and co-host, I was like, this is perfect. Such a dream, you know, when it comes to just uh, planning and, and not, you know, doing it not just by yourself, but with another individual and especially someone who also is so connected, you know, with artists and small business community here.
0: Oh, that's so amazing. That's fantastic. So what can we expect of this market? Yeah, so
2: we hosted our first one, actually, um, for the holidays last Mm -hmm. Christmas, Um, and so Cha Community, um, the space within is where most of the market will be. We'll have a few outdoor vendors, but it'll be packed inside, Um, and it'll just be vendors coming out and showing you what they have. we will also have a lot of special cha drink deals so I'll let Jaja (laughs) talk about those Um, but it's from 11 to 4 so just come hang out for a really good time come ready to shop and to support Um, and one way to support is just to take time to get to know the business owners Um, I think what made the Christmas market so powerful was that it's not just get your holiday shopping done and go home but it's really learn about each individual story and get to know more about who they are as a person and create that um, community and that connection which is also part of Cha's missions and visions.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited because we have a particular focus on either like startup vendors or mm-hmm. folks who um, are handcraft or artisans um, or artists, right? And so the different kind of creative elements, I'm so excited because um, there are vendors that you might not usually see in different mm-hmm. um, markets. And then not just that, but we actually have a few um, folks that are actually part of the CHA team that oh, are wow. actually launching new things That's and so I won't share too much because i don't want to give everything away but we'll be sharing a lot more um in the weeks to come uh, about all the different vendor lineups and we're also just encouraging folks to come out and support um because you know part of chalk community's mission is to bridge cultures and mm-hmm. to create community um and we hope to do so within our shop space um and you know buy one get one boba tea who doesn't want that and so that is going to be something that is offered throughout the entire market
0: yeah I absolutely love that that's fantastic Um, and I heard there's going to be specialty drinks so tell me about the specialty drinks
1: yeah so our spring line just launched a few weeks ago and then uh, specifically um, different food and drink items include our in-house taro milk tea and so we don't use any kind of powder or preservatives it's um, made from real taro then we also have uh, different Taiwanese street food items, um, including steamed buns. The buns are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, and then scallion green onion uh, pancakes. And so mm-hmm. those are different food items that we also serve at our shop now as part of the spring menu.
0: That's amazing. And honestly, my mouth is already watering. <laughs> so. um, well, that's great. And we're definitely looking forward to the event this weekend. Um, we'll take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. And now for a word from our sponsors.
1: Hey y'all, I'm April. Hi, I'm Caroline. And we have a new podcast for you. What's it called, Caroline? Uh, Bloody Happy Hour. It's gonna be your new favorite guilty pleasure. We're gonna talk about some bloody stuff. Serial killers, true crime, mm. rape, rape. <laughs> Why not join us? We'll have a good time.
0: You literally never know. I don't know what I'm gonna
1: say. <laughs> Bloody happy hour. Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
0: or wherever you listen to podcasts. 911, what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, do you mean? Could it be? The, the Altercouse. New from Rogue Media. Two haunted hotties talking about haunted
1: places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places.
0: You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel. Winchester House. The Alamo. Hotel Monte Vista. And more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By, By the, the Cover, cover Podcast. podcast. <laughs> we cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chicklet, and even some smudge. Don't forget this month. Yeah. <laughs> We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For <laughs> sure. You can find us on Instagram at bythecover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. So don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. And now back to the episode. All right. And we're back. So we're just talking about the event that's happening and all the things we can expect. Um, One of the things I love to ask is what are you looking forward to most about this event?
2: I think one thing Jaja mentioned is we're going to have a lot of new vendors come out. And I think um, with setting up at a market some people might not realize how challenging it can be especially Mm -hmm. to do your first one Um, you have to like get set up display you have to pay a vendor fee a lot of times you have to have a tent and all these things there's like a sales system so with this market our goal is also to make it really accessible to people um, so that if they've never done a market before it's like an easy platform to kind of step in for the first time Um, so I made a ton of new friends last time with new vendors and this time I'm happy to say we have a lot of returning ones, but also a whole lot of new ones. So I'm really excited to make new friends. I'm sure I'm going to spend a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, um, looking it at up. yeah, it's going to be a great time. And just more than just a market, it's going to be a great time to build community together.
1: Yeah, I think I'm particularly excited because um, I mentioned before, right, we have t- uh, a few team members that mm-hmm. are launching their new small business um, and their artisan kind of side hustle. <laughs> and you know that's something that I really had kind of envisioned for us as a small business to be able to make a difference in mm-hmm. our own team uh, through mentorship or even just inspiring folks to launch their own creative visions, right? And so that's something that I'm super proud of and excited to see. Um, Cause you know, we started at a market as well. We started at the Waco Downtown Farmers Market mm-hmm. um, and it can be so vulnerable, you know, to put your dreams, mm-hmm. your ideas out there. And that first day you're just like, ah, all the Please insecurities, all the vulnerability <laughs> and the anxiety, the anticipation, excitement. Um, And so I'm just so excited for these folks because... you know, I've, I can remember that moment, you know, like five years ago <laughs> when we first launched mm-hmm. and um, to have been given the opportunity in different markets to showcase mm-hmm. our goods um, really is what helped us with the support of the community to continue growing over the years and then now being able um, to feature other folks. And give
0: that back. Give it yes. back to the community. Yes. Yes. It comes full circle. Um, I absolutely love that. What is something you guys would like to see more of in Waco too?
2: I think... Um, kind of like Jaja was saying just with businesses supporting other businesses Mm -hmm. y'all might not know this but Designs with Jamie actually started when I worked at Cha many years ago uh, which is crazy you said five years again full circle (laughs) full circle moment (laughs) 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 it really is and you know back then it just started as like hey help us design a couple of t-shirts or menus or things and then now Mm -hmm. I have a full blown thing that I'm running and now we get to co-host which is really sweet Um, but I really one thing I really love about Waco is there are so many people who truly believe in community over Mm -hmm. competition Mm -hmm. Um, and one of my good friends always says like a rising tide lifts all boats and so I just want that to continue in Mm. Waco I think You know, during the pandemic, we saw a lot of support for small businesses. And now that times are kind of coming out, there's a lot of other challenges Mm -hmm. um, that people are facing economically and with inflation and all these things. Um, So just for the small businesses in town and for the locals to continue really supporting each other um, during this time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think something that I hope to see as well alongside... Um, the continued support of small business community in particular is also um, seeing an increased understanding and mm-hmm. um, knowledge of Asian uh, culture in particular mm-hmm. in Waco. Um, especially because at this point, you know, we'll see what the future census says. There's about 2% Asians in mm-hmm. Waco. And so even though we're a smaller population, um, my hope is that there can be gro- greater understanding um, of just the immense that. Die- Aspora and diversity of the diaspora mm-hmm. of the Asian cultures. Um, and so part of what we're doing outside of CHA is uh, working with other Asian leaders uh, to co-create an Asian leaders network. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is something we're doing not only to create community amongst uh, the Asian leaders and small business owners and folks in different sectors, yeah, but to also help um, to create more gathering opportunities too for people outside of the Asian yeah. um, background, you know, to be able to interact and really get to know Asian leaders in different sectors and to see more representation
0: yeah. in that realm. And I know you kind of already touched on this, but what has it been like being a POC business owner here in Waco? Like, what have Jira's experiences kind of given you about that? Do you want to start on that? Uh, yeah, there's a whole sure. topic we I can mean, uncover. There's so <laughs> many layers, right? I think originally
1: when we started, um, there was a lot of support, but there was a lot of challenge too because mm-hmm. doing boba tea, um, there required a lot of education yeah. up front, mm-hmm. um, especially about a drink that might not be as familiar to a lot of people, even though it is. Immensely popular, popular throughout the <laughs> yeah. world, right? And and having to do a lot of kind of upfront education about Taiwanese culture, about Boba Tea, um, and so then it wasn't always receptive to everyone in the sense of you know I think there was quite a lot of naysayers making mm-hmm. comments like okay no one's going to support Boba Tea in Waco, Texas, right? Or just the critics on the outside that that can look in and be like, why would you do that here? Um, But I think despite the doubts or self-doubts from even internally, um, you know, we launched in 2018 and just continued growing and growing. Um, And I think what really keeps me going despite, you know, all of that um, is knowing that, you know, there's so many people Um, of all different backgrounds in Waco that really are excited, you know, Mm -hmm. for more vibrant and diverse offerings and desiring to see more inclusion in Mm -hmm. the small business. Um, And that's something we have seen, you know, over and over, um, despite the fact that, you know, there might still be a lot less Asians
0: in particular in
1: Waco, but you know we've had so much support from folks from all different kind of backgrounds, yeah. Um, and so that's been super encouraging.
0: Yeah, and on your side as well.
2: Yeah, I feel lucky because I came into this through Waco Cha originally, mm-hmm. so I've always had good support through Jaja and Devon, and now through the Asian Leadership Network. Um, just having a support community with people who are like minded and just able to talk to you about the similar. Challenges they have, but also the successes they have is really a huge blessing. And um, I think for me, one of my challenges was trying to figure out how to bring in my culture and background Mm -hmm. into the artwork that I create um, because as an artist, there's always the tension of making things you love, but also making things that are relevant to people. Yeah. Um, and if you don't make any money, like you can't have a business. And so, yeah. There's always this like fine line to balance. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. at the very beginning, I didn't really try to bring my culture in very much at all. Just kind of made things that I thought would, um, resonate with people. Um, but through the Asian Leaders Network, actually, more recently this year, I've had a lot of people challenge me and encourage me, like, you need to bring the fullness of yourself to the table, not just only focus on Asian stuff, but also not ignore mm. either. Yeah, um, like, I mean, authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, like, people wanna know who you are, if it's designed with Jamie, like, who is Jamie? And I'm like, I am
0: Asian, like, there's nah. nothing
2: around that. So, and I mean, I grew up overseas, living mm-hmm. in Taiwan for a long time, so a lot of um, that time in my life really influences who I am now so just bringing um yeah parts of myself that I can share and it's not like a this way is the best or this way is better but this is just part of my story and Mm -hmm. I found people are really receptive to that. People want to know um, me as a person just Mm -hmm. as I seek to know others as I'm building relationship with them so um, it's been a journey for sure and I'm continuing to try to navigate that but I am thankful because people are really open um, when you present it in a way of hey this is just my story I want to share with you and I want to invite you into.
1: Yeah. I I mean kind of like what I was saying earlier right? so vulnerable Mm -hmm. like in Mm -hmm. art and business to put yourself Feel like your authentic self within mm-hmm. the work that you're sharing um but i think that's what makes it worth it in the end in the sense mm-hmm. of like okay where you don't have to hide parts of who you are yeah. you know and to really be able to celebrate yeah. all of that um that's what keeps me going the idea of okay creating spaces for folks to be able to continue shining and being proud of their culture and their roots as opposed to diminishing
0: that. yeah yeah I love that, and I know you guys have already kind of touched on this and given some great recommendations, but is there anybody in the community that you guys would like to shout out? I know you already said um, the Asian Leaders Network. Is there anybody else you would like to shout out that's helped you along this journey?
1: Yeah, uh, I would like to shout out the um Hispanic Leaders Network mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the folks over at the Hispanic Chamber because um there is no Asian Chamber in Waco mm-hmm. and they have been huge <laughs> in embracing us from day one mm-hmm. at our business when we were just a little pop-up tent and really uh, providing so much support when yeah. it came to even pushing us to start um Asian Leaders Network or to continue doing things like the BIPOP Market mm-hmm. and helping to promote that
2: Yeah, one friend I want to shout out is Danielle Hale of Don't Eat Beads. She's the best. I love you. When (laughs) anyone hears her name, they're just like, she's the best. But even when we were starting to plan this, she texted me as soon as she heard about it and was like, I am so glad you guys are doing a BIPOC-specific market. It wasn't like a, hey, how come it's only BIPOC? You know, it was (laughs) very supportive. She was really proud of us. And she is one of those people that is always there to pitch Mm -hmm. in for other small businesses, any way that she can help them. She has, like, sold my stuff at so many different things just because she's Mm -hmm.
0: the best so love you danielle (laughs) well that's absolutely fantastic um one of the things i also love to ask is um what is some advice you would give to somebody wanting to start their own business or advice for someone who's just getting started doing art or making a product or just getting involved in the community Mm.
1: yeah i would say like really um consider uh you Know the why or the story behind why mm-hmm. you want to do what you're wanting to do that authenticity, um, yeah, <laughs> kind of going back to that idea of um, really uh, not just only focusing on the profits or the product mm-hmm. itself and mm-hmm. what you're offering, you know, physically or um, as a service or a product, right, but but also on the values or the story behind mm-hmm. that, and and with. That really is what can help you to shine um, in your startup or in your small business or as an artist, because folks really want to know the story behind the items or the creations. Um, and that really is what connects with people.
2: I love that. Yeah. And I would say just start with something. <gasps> oh, that's yeah, a, yeah that's a, lot, that's a big thing.
0: <laughs> a lot of people have
2: decision paralysis and I mean, I am high, high perfectionist. So I'm like, if I can't do it right and if uh, it's not going to be perfect and amazing the first time, <laughs> I'm not going to do it at all. Mm-hmm. But that's a terrible attitude to have and you'll never get anywhere. Um, so just start. I mean, Jahjan Devin, good. they started by just inviting people to their house for wow. tea. It wasn't boba. It wasn't <laughs> (laughs) like selling all these things at the market, but it really just started in their homes. Like seriously,
1: that's how it started.
2: (laughs) Yeah. For me, it started like I would just hand make cards for my friends and you know, eventually it goes from there. Mm -hmm, So don't mm -hmm. be scared. Just start and see where it goes. And you know, if it doesn't work out, that is perfectly fine. You learn something from the experience Mm -hmm. you had, but don't let the fear of beginning um, keep you from
0: trying. Ooh, wise words. Um, Well, that's great. And we're so excited for this market. And again, giving this people the opportunity to just start Um, and in such a safe and secure environment it's so important to create those spaces especially here in Waco where it's very much needed Um, go ahead and share all of the social media where we can find more information um, all about the event just one more time so people know
2: yeah you can find me at designs with Jamie on Instagram or also on Facebook
1: Um, And we're on Cha Community, uh, at Cha underscore community on Instagram and also Facebook. The BIPOC market in particular does have a Facebook event as well. And then we'll be sharing a lot more information on both of our Instagram and Facebook platforms when it comes to vendors and uh, other things to expect at the event.
0: Yay, we're so excited. Is there anything else you guys just want to share with our listeners today?
1: Yeah, just wanted to share specifically once again, it's on Saturday, April 29th, and that's going to be 11 to 4 at Chalk Community. One thousand one Franklin Avenue, mm-hmm. downtown
2: Waco. And I will say, the earlier you come, the shorter the line will be. The, <laughs> last, the last market, the line was very long from beginning of event to the end. Don't let it scare you off. I mean, buy one get one free only happens twice a year.
0: Yeah, seriously, so
1: like this is the it's way we give back, you know, <laughs> uh,
0: supporting the event. <laughs> well, that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you guys again for your time. It was a pleasure having you guys here. I'm so glad to have you on the show.
1: Thanks so much for Thank having you. us.
0: Yes, of course. Thank you. Find us everywhere on all social media platforms. K-N-O-W underscore Waco. Check us out at RogueMediaNetwork.com and we're on YouTube under Rogue Media Network. Check out Nowaco.com.